0: You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. Last week on Speak, Lord, I was reflecting on the truth that there is no other God. I read Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 39 that says, Know therefore today and lay it in your heart that the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth beneath. There is no other. And I was asking, what does that mean? There is no other God. What are the implications of that? Well, one of them we see in Isaiah 42. In fact, the language in Isaiah 42 through 44 talk a lot about the fact that there is no other God. And here in 42 verse 8, it says, I am the Lord, that is my name, my glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. The fact that there is no other God means that there is nobody and nothing else worthy of our worship. When I give my praise to anything else, I'm giving it to the wrong thing. It is stealing the worship that belongs to God alone. This is why God began the Ten Commandments like this. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is on the earth beneath. Or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. Because there is no other God, God warns us not to make other gods to worship something other than him. Do we do that? Do we make for ourselves other things to give our affection and our best attentions to? The truth that there is no other God establishes God as sovereign. And once we see his sovereignty, we can respond to it. We can respond by affirming it or by rejecting it. And worship is not limited to liturgical action like song and prayer. Worship is any response to God that treasures his sovereignty. We respond to his sovereignty with adoration, surrender, repentance, submission, reverence, joy, Serving our neighbor, loving our family. Anything we do that is done out of a valuing of who God is, is worship. When we worship anything else, we're stealing from God the worship that belongs to Him alone. But we're also stealing from ourselves. There's a prayer in Jonah chapter 2, Jonah is in the belly of the fish. And in verse 8, Jonah prayed something that translators have had a hard time with, but I'm going to read a few different versions of this. Jonah 2.8, English Standard Version says, Those who pay regard to vain idols forsake their hope of steadfast love. NASB says, Those who worship vain idols forsake their true loyalty. The King James says, They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. NIV says those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. New Living Translation says those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies. The message says those who worship hollow gods, God frauds, walk away from their only true love. The first time I read it, was from the New International Version, the 1984 printing. And this is the one that makes it most clear to me. It says, Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. There is no other God. When we worship anything else, we steal from God, and we also steal from ourselves. We forfeit the grace that could be ours. There is a grace given us in the experience of worshiping the only true God. We miss out when we give our best affections to anything other than God. Because there is no other God, there is nothing else worthy of our worship. How is God speaking to you? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. You can find more of Speak Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Palmer SDA Church wherever you get podcasts.